You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 421 of Podcateers. This week we talk about the amazing photos coming from the Webb Telescope, which we're pretty sure was being used to find space vikings, tiny decorative Halloween and Christmas villages, we compare Haunted Mansion and Indiana Jones merch, which somehow turns into a conversation about 3D printers and how we can make chocolate coins with them, Disney is adding a new car locator to their app, and we get ready to enter the Chibiverse. As always, we'd love to hear how you feel about the things that we talk about in this episode, and you can join the conversation on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers if you're not yet following us, but we'd love for you to join us on our Discord server. Joining the community is super simple. Just head on over to podcateers.com slash 421, click on the Discord logo, or you can go to our pinned IG story and click on the Discord logo there. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers After Show, and access to our happy hour calls, just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP squad for their continued support. All right, so that's going to wrap up the intro. It's time to get this episode started. If this is your first time listening, welcome. We hope that you like what you hear and that you come back for more. And of course, if you've been hanging with us for some time, welcome back, friends. This is episode 421 of Podcateers. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> okay. Well, I got hey, it's good enough. <laughs> I mean, this is definitely a water sippy episode because it's hot. It's been uh-huh. hot. Have you ever, have you guys ever? So, I remember at my house that I lived in with my dad, and when I was going to high school, um, we had a fridge and a garage, and you keep the drinks in there and everything. And I always take the you know, we have the drinks in the door, the water bottles of water in the door. And you take the bottle of water out. And I just realized, I think I dropped it one day or something, but I realized that if I shook the the bottle of water really quick, it would turn into like an icy, like a slushy of water. And I always That's thought that was so like the cool. coolest thing. And I, I, I've, I haven't thought about that in, you know, probably since it happened. <laughs> um, it's been <laughs> quite a while. So um, I don't know. Would... I kind of want to replicate that now. <laughs> I'm now realizing. Yeah, I've seen a science experiment where they do something like similar to that, but they don't shake it. Uh-huh. What they do is they get the water bottle to a particular temperature, and uh-huh. then it has to do with how the particles react to the temperature change. Because mm-hmm. when they take the water bottle, they'll slam it on the floor of yeah. the table. And then all you see is like particles of ice begin to form from the bottom of the bottle, like towards mm-hmm. the top. And it's such a cool thing. To see, like, to witness when yeah. it's happening, but I don't think I've ever, like, it, it just gets like icy, and if you're not mm-hmm. careful, it gets kind of pokey, uh-huh. right? Some of it's pretty yeah. sharp because it's shards of glass or shards of ice, rather. <laughs> uh, but it feels like glass. <laughs> that would be <laughs> rough. Yes. I yeah, tell you but what. it feels like glass. Um, 
but I've never seen it turn to slush. Like that. It was yeah, miracle it was, fridge, dude. I don't know. He doesn't have that fridge anymore. It kind of makes me sad. I don't, I, I don't know what kind of, uh, uh, what do I say? Witchcraft? Yeah, yeah, witchcraft or science experiment was going on in there. I don't know. Was the fridge just at 32 like, degrees, 31 degrees or something? And it was just below, you know, or 33 degrees, I should say. Um, so it's a little warmer. And I have no idea. Some there's probably some science person out there that knows more than me about this that could just like oh yeah that's the 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 Johnson 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 effect or some whatever they you know they name it. <laughs> I I'm sure they make baby powder, but I'm sure no, they would want to claim it. No, that's Johnson and Johnson. This is the Johnson Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> this is it's yeah it's the the Lennon McCartney uh, star effect. The Harrison effect. I don't know. Well, whatever it was, I'm going to stick to witchcraft. And is I'm going to say witchcraft. that you need to figure out where that fridge is. Although. Or I just figure out how to replicate it because that is a tasty taboo. treat. If you yeah. like slushy water. Like, yeah. And then you just. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> what, just what like was that. that? <laughs> you squirt a little squirt. A little Mio or something there. Oh yeah, you can put meal in. <laughs> I was just gonna eat the ice crush, dude. <laughs> now you've made a whole raspado, right? To go. <laughs> That's how I know them. <laughs> yes, uh, shaved ice is is a common ice treat. Um, as a kid, I used to love eating raspados, but yeah, I'm. I was just. I love crushed ice. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. like certain places that I like to get crushed ice from. And then I started watching like the TikTok videos of places that don't clean out their ice machines. I'm like, I'm never ordering ice ag- again. <laughs> and Ew. so now I just order without ice. It's like you got to get those little nugget ice. Ooh, that's oh, good. Dude. The yeah. little nuggets. You know who's got great ice? Sonic. Yes, they do. By the they got the little pellets, like <laughs> yeah. the little round. Yeah. Yep. yeah it's I think nice that's and soft and fluffy. Yeah. It's great. Fluffy ice. Yeah. I wish I had one for a pillow right now. Oh, man. <laughs> I remember, I don't know if it's all of the AM, PMs, but I remember w- at least one AM, PM that I went to, they had like two or three different ice like types that you could get. Like you go over here and it's cubes. You go over here, it's the pellets or whatever. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fancy. That's fancy for <laughs> yeah, real. Yeah, the fancy AM, PM. <laughs> I, at our local AM, PM, we were lucky if the ice machine worked. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Tumgus was at out, you know, back there breaking it or something. <laughs> oh man, I feel like I need like a like an ocean water or something from from Sonic now just to get me through the evening. There you go, because it's like a <sighs> billion degrees outside. And with everything closed up, it doesn't make it any easier. So I'm not, yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> Well, let's move on. <laughs> so Moving on. There's, oh, before we do, since we're talking about science-y stuff and how to make science. water into ice, did you see the images from the Webb Telescope this week? Dude, yeah. How oh rad my gosh. is that? Just the first picture, like I only seen the first one, and then when I saw, I read more details ap- afterwards, your mind is blown. Uh-huh. Dang! <laughs> All the little mini galaxies and everything that you're seeing, and you just want to zoom in. 
And like just keep going, zoom, zoom, yeah. zoom, zoom, yeah. zoom. Why yeah. does this go zoomer? Like <laughs> I want to see everything. Yeah. You know, it's a great job by the worldwide engineering brigade, whatever. Like I can't even say it. You know, the you know, brigade. There you go. Web. Worldwide. Yeah, web. That's the web telescope, right? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. But it's not that web. <laughs> it's that web that you make Spider-Man stuff and then a cool telescope. That's. That's what they the do, end. right? Same they people. Make little spider bots and <laughs> little a big old spider telescope. bots and a big like v- v- spider vehicle, whatever the thing that's called. I don't know. You know that makes <laughs> sense. If Webb really is behind this telescope, it makes sense because if they have to go out looking for the Guardians or Space Vikings or anything like that, Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is going to be the best way to find them. Uh, there's going to be a lot of searching because in the images that we saw. Uh, I was reading something about how it was like the image that we saw was equivalent to a speck of sand. Mm -hmm. And to think that that much detail fit into a speck of sand blew my mind. I, I was in awe. Like some of those images, there's one where it looks like one galaxy. This is essentially what happened after the end of Loki, right? When all of the universes started to clash because there's one image of this like orange universe, like like just painting over a blue universe. And it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't, I, I feel like it's made up. Mm-hmm. Like it, it yeah. looks like somebody just thought of this and painted it. It's so beautiful to look at. Right. It it totally is. And, you know, we're seeing memes and we're seeing this photo be used for everything. But can you imagine like if we were to get another photo or if technology just progresses and we could see much more like, yeah, the way that you described it about the sand. I mean, how they also said that if you were to put your arm out, and just think of it like that's the part of the sky that that's it. That's that little part is part of that sky. So there is so much more that we haven't seen yet, which is like, oof, yeah. mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> they, they labeled it <laughs> Stefan's Quintet. I didn't know if it was Stefan or Steven, but uh, Stefan's Quintet, I believe, is what they named this group of five galaxies that they found, which are apparently located almost 300 million light years away okay that's fine that's i mean if they get to the point where technology starts showing us people waving back that would be some other (laughs) some other planet or something in one of those galaxies yeah i mean it's one of those moments where everybody's like we told you so like Mm -hmm. all the conspiracy theorists are like yes we were vindicated I mean, honestly, I mean, wherever you stand on the conversation, if if the universe is this vast, you know, it's insane to not somehow think that there isn't life in one of these other universes, these galaxies that we're finding, right? Yeah. It, it, we, I, I'm telling you, there has my to brain's be. just like, yeah, it's like firing, like all these thoughts, looking at these photos, and it just. It makes you feel so much smaller when you begin to cross those boundaries, right? And yeah. it, it's a, it's such a strange feeling because I feel like even just here on 616, 
<laughs> when you start thinking about how the internet and travel has made the world so much smaller. Like centuries ago, everybody's like, oh, it's this giant thing. It's like, you'll never be able to explore. And there's people on YouTube that literally their whole thing is, I'm going to fly to every country at one point in my lifetime. That's all they do. And like every video, they're in a different country or something, right? So technology is getting us closer and closer <laughs> to everything in the galaxy yeah. everything in the universe at this point and it's mind-boggling how cool this is it totally is uh if anything if at one point i see a raccoon shooting up something in one of those photos i i don't know i'm just i'm gonna lose it or, or like, if you see, a, like a living planet or something like a living that. planet uh-huh <laughs> yeah like yeah. a big big head with like a giant collar just in the sky that would be crazy if they take a picture of the other side of the moon and it happens to actually be a dude with a monocle that would be crazy the moon is made of cheese Hazel. <laughs> oh so it's not a dude with a monocle no the moon is made of cheese and everybody knows this but why do they keep saying that there's a man on the moon because there's a man on the moon and then the cat cow jumps over the moon and wait <laughs> I don't know. All I remember is that the and dish then, ran away with the spoon because they wanted to go sing a song about being a guest somewhere. So, I mean, it is what it is. But technology. <laughs> Miracles from molecules and something, 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 something. Good one. That's a, that's a song. <laughs> Good one. Miracle, that's, a, that's, a, that's about a microscope, not a telescope. But, you know, it's kind of close. You know what? Yeah, it totally It's like the model. opposite. But, but the same. But you're still seeing something small. Yes. In yeah. Yeah. Very far away from you. There we go. In size. Yeah. There you go. Well done. Thanks, Sherman yes. Brothers. Boom. <laughs> the Sherman Brothers were way beyond their time when it came to science. They 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 wrote that about the Webb Telescope that made the little spider robots. Yeah. Exactly. Spider nice. bots. Gotcha. I gotcha. And the yeah. <laughs> It's uh, all connected, man. Disney owns everything. Right. <laughs> right. So it's July, and mm -hmm. apparently we're already beginning to see some Halloween stuff going on because yeah. uh, uh, FGP Squad member Anita posted that Costco has already begun to put out some of their Halloween, their, their toys. You know, that's what they, they have, Halloween toys. They have an entire Disney Halloween village available yeah. it's a hundred dollars have you have either of you ever put up those little villages for halloween or for christmas or anything like that yeah i have um i had actually i had a few pieces where i had a ferris wheel i had a little merry-go-round it was uh, i forgot who made it it was like lee max or something but yeah they're really cute they're they really are yeah, I had a, uh, at one point, had a Christmas village that I would put out, but not a Halloween one. But my uncle, he's got, he goes all out. He he discovered Halloween villages, and he, he has, like, a big entry table in his house, and he, like, took a big old piece of foam and carved it so it looked like, you know, rocks in the ground and glued all the grass to it and tombstones cool. and the witches <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, I, I've seen many of these before. They are very, very detailed and cool. Okay, so I'm glad you said that because I've 
I've always been intrigued by these little Christmas villages. Mm-hmm. And every time that Disney puts out like the the little uh, buildings, the, the shops and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to buy them and start collecting them. Because apparently these are like they're big, right? They have companies that just specialize in this and they yeah. have yearly collectibles and everything. Like Hallmark even got into the game and they do a lot of that stuff as well. But, like, I always wanted to build, like, Main Street USA Christmas time. But then the more that I started seeing these Halloween ones, I just feel like there's so much more you can do with your imagination to, like, like you said, like the little tombstones and stuff like that. And there's a lot of artists that do this type of stuff. Like, I, I don't know if you follow her, but on Instagram, TikTok, all, all the, the socials, Art Savannah. Uh, oh yeah. So Savannah, yes. she's like she's yeah. so great at what she mm-hmm. does and she's put together these little villages and stuff before. And I was watching one of her videos recently that just inspired me and I was thinking, well maybe this Christmas I'll do one. The thing is that I don't have the space to put it. Right? Mm-hmm. And when you say yeah. like your uncle puts out this giant table and everything like it's commitment. Like it's not only a space commitment, but how much time you commit to putting it together. If you haven't been collecting for a long time, like you're going to have like obviously a small little town and every year you buy one. Like some people make it like their yearly thing, right? Yeah. So after collecting 20, 30 years, you have, you know, several large pieces. You can have an entire table. I don't know. I like I want to start it, but I also know me and I know that if I get this started, I'm going to get obsessed with it. And I'm going to end up buying way too many of these things. So Yeah, that could happen. So I just was doing some looking up because I had remembered one of the companies called Department 56. They make a lot of... Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah. So um, I just did a little searching and they have a mansion, a, you know, a mansion replica. And it's only... Let's see. How about this? How about you guess the price of how much this mansion... Uh, let's see. It is nine inches by nine inches by ten and a half inches, and it has lights and it's got little pumpkins. Um. Well, n- knowing knowing that I researched, I didn't know about this company in particular, but I did research a couple of other ones. Uh huh. Knowing that it's a Disney product, I'm gonna say it's at least three to four hundred bucks for it. Oh, I was gonna say like one fifty. Uh, smack in the middle, two eighty five, or just right, right under three. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, this is and it's uh, this is uh looks like resin as opposed to I know a lot of them are like porcelain or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ceramic. But yeah, or ceramic. Um, but this one's got little like LED lights and little pumpkins. Like it's mansion dressed up like Halloween, but not uh haunted mansion holiday. So it's kind of interesting. I think I think you would like it, Hazen, because it's just got little jack-o'-lanterns and like little What is the like, company again? Department 56. They also oh. sell haunted man They also sell like the ugliest haunted mansion salt and pepper shakers I've ever seen. They're just square. The mansion? Oh my gosh, Hazen. Look at it. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, that's sheer joy. Yo, this is dope. <laughs> <gasps> Look at the little pumpkins. Yeah, oh the little gosh, pumpkins are guys. cute. And <laughs> I then wish e- you guys could see this. Oh my god. <laughs> this I is so cool. 
I just got an wow. alert from my browser saying that if I buy it from this other vendor, I can save $9.93 as opposed hey. to Amazon's price. Shipping. Take that, Amazon Prime <laughs> Day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, man. This is great. Oh, my God. This is so cool. $300 for this, though. Look, yes. honestly, oh, man. I that's a problem. I pay for that for this. Uh, I mean, this is cool. Look, this feels like it's another notch in the yes column for Hazen needs a 3D printer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I, I would I would say this: if you were to invest in a piece that's mansion, I would say go with this instead of the Legos that we were looking at the other week but legos are so freaking fun but this <gasps> one lights up <laughs> oh they have they have a companion piece of the hitchhiking ghosts there you go it's a sign <laughs> and they have the gates that have pumpkin oh man why See, all signs point to yes oh sorry <laughs> why and then they have like a little department 56 disney halloween village accessories pack which is a tree with candy corn and a pumpkin, which is $40. <gasps> they have the big Mickey pumpkin from Main Street. Yeah, they do. And they have, <laughs> and they have like a Mickey and Minnie pumpkin. Like they got all kinds oh, of Oh, Andrew, what have you done? I'm sorry. You know, what I'm not. What have you done? I'm not sorry, actually. This is cool stuff. Like, <laughs> there you go. This is oh, why people. My get... wife is going to hate me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I apologize oh, in advance. Oh, this is. They I have a Jack <laughs> Skellington. They have a zero cookie jar, Melissa. They have. Oh, I need to stop browsing through this stuff. <laughs> Oogie Boogie gives a spin. They have Oogie Boogie with the spinning wheel, $110. Look, That's the, cool. the Mickey pumpkin is four inches. It lights up and it's only 45 bucks. That's okay, not too bad. I'm adding all of these items to my wish list. So add to cart. <laughs> Add to cart, add to cart, <laughs> add to cart, add to cart. Did Ooh. you see the Mickey, Mickey Pumpkin Town streetlights? I was just about to mention those. Oh. <laughs> that are the on the wish list horsemen. it goes. Add to cart. Yep. <sighs> oh. yep. Okay, I need to close this. I can't. <laughs> this, this show is slowly becoming just like, let's listen to uh, the podcasters uh, browse the internet and see all the fun stuff there is to buy. How did we Well, get no, they could shop with us. <laughs> yeah. The Costco Village. Oh, thing. the Costco Village. Okay, I guess it's a good way to start. If you're going to do something like that, the Costco Village, if you can find it, uh, was about $100. So thanks, Anita, for posting that. I might check my Costco to see if they have it. It kind of is giving me like, I was looking at the pictures, it's giving me like a uh, Phantom Manor like it's vibes. It's still kind of dope though. I no, like it's it. cool. Like yeah. I like it and it has, it comes with a little pumpkin, Mickey pumpkin uh, uh, street light. Goofy is a zombie, Pluto in a doghouse, Mickey and Minnie behind like a little sign and some gates and man. Oh, and, and the yeah, the house has like Huey, Dewey, and Louie in it coming out as like in their little Halloween costumes. That's funny. Man, then there was all that new merch that we posted, the throws and the pillows and that lounge fly backpack at Hot Topic. There's so much good stuff. Why don't they lower the price so I can buy more? <clears throat> Just I give asked me, the yeah. same thing. Where's, where's the <laughs> dare they? Why don't they have a coupon? I need coupons. I need coupons for this. 
How yeah, dare but that, they charge yeah. so much for it? I don't they know I would buy more if it was less expensive. <laughs> exactly. You know what? They on that you brought up the mansion merch. They have besides the blanket and the pillow, they have like a couple other things on there. They have uh which I think are really cool um bookends that are the tombstones, like two of the <gasps> tombstones. I didn't Bro- see those. Brother Dave and good old Fred uh 44.99 uh I think those are kind of neat. Just a little something, you know, small enough to, like, be on a shelf uh, kind of things. Well, considering um, I'm setting up this shelf, I guess I'm going to need stuff, right? Yeah, I need to keep those books up. You got so many books. It could be card ends, too. You could just line up all the cards and then put <laughs> on invention tombstones. You're not there. kidding. Yeah, I'm not. No. <laughs> you are not um, kidding, sir. They also have a dog toy, a dog chew toy. That's the uh, five singing busts, which is fun. Um, that's new. What else is new? Oh, and a pop socket. I'm sorry, pop grip. Uh, one's uh, Madame Leota, and one is uh, the wallpaper. And then a and a Madame Leota handbag that is not a lounge fly. That is thirty five dollars. Oh, they so, still have the Funko pins. The big, like yeah, the bigger one, the big bigger Funko pins. pins and, yeah. yeah. Ah, so much cool stuff to buy. Ah. It looks like the inside of this bag, I'm assuming that's why this picture is here. The inside of the bag, like the lining, is the 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 green and black stripe like the uh, like the cast member uh, costumes. So I don't know. There's so much stuff. Oh man. All right, we need to get off merch because this is this is way too Oh, did you see all this indie merch that they have? Don't Did get we? me started on the indie merch. Did we? They're like, okay, so okay, you got me started on it. So I'm gonna just have a little rant right now. They have on a crystal the... skull you can buy. Yeah, it's like no. really expensive too. <laughs> I mean, I, I, okay, I thought the crystal skull was fine. So well, that's whatever. It looks like an alien head. Yeah, exactly. But the Indiana Jones merchandise is so uh we just talked about how good the mansion merch is and they're like Indiana Jones I don't know there's four movies how about we make something from three of the movies how about that and then let's make them really expensive and then also a jacket that looks nothing like Indiana Jones's jacket right. um and let's just do that and then nothing else i think the three of us could come up with 9000 better things for Indiana Jones merchandise that people would buy. They're making a fifth movie. Indiana Jones has to be popular if they're making a fifth movie. So why do they not have good merchandise? Melissa looks like she is going to like freak out if she doesn't say something. What is it? I, I have a big bone to pick right now. I just saw this. Why are they selling a just regular off-white long-sleeve t-shirt for Indiana Jones for $64 that has nothing? Hold on. What? Nothing. Oh, it's literally like supposed to be a costume shirt. It's like it Indiana Jones's nothing. shirt. It's a button-down shirt that is white. It it's has just, <gasps> it's places plain. for epaulets. It's like they're trying to do cosplay stuff. They're like, here's Indiana Jones shirt. Let's see what it says. Fans of Indiana Jones will be excited to have unearthed this role play treasure. Now you can imagine yourself as an intrepid archaeologist when wearing his iconic white button down cotton shirt inspired by the final installment of the beloved series of movies. So this is the jack. This is the shirt he wears in the fifth movie. 
I guess. Or you could find something similar at a thrift store. I'm just saying. Or you could buy it at this Target. Is Lucky, it's yeah. a, it's a, I mean, it's got the little like weird stripey things, but it's a white button down shirt with pockets on both sides. Can I little places design. for epaulets? Like, like, why can't we have that? Like, it just, it's a Disney. Ooh, like, come on, give us something. Just you have a big giant face. That you could plaster onto everything. Mara's big fat we'll head. Yeah, yes. put Mara's big fat head on everything. Put make Mara cookie. Mara, you know, I don't know. Mara lounge fly. Mara, the, you know, I yeah. don't care. They, Mara bookends. <laughs> Mara blanket. I, just all the haunted mansion stuff. Mara, Mara, Mara everything. Mara village. You know, all the Mara twenties. It still so, sells. Exactly. We would not still snakes, buy it. Or else you're on your own. <laughs> You there got Mara, you go. You got Sala. You got the you go. You know the skeleton army. You got you know Fluffy. You got everybody. Like, come on. And technically, if Jeeps. you go with you, you with the opening of the attraction, technically, if you do like a throw, you have three different versions of that throw that you can make for each of the different you know entrances to the attraction you could make three yep. versions of everything uh, you could make salt and pepper shakers in in you know the youth treasure and future and i would buy all three sets I, like. yeah same here there's so many of us that would do that and it's like we just get gifts. Yeah. no right, we cool. get a leather jacket good job mm-hmm. for a 400 dollar leather jacket that is modeled by a 12 year old with floppy hair if if you guys want to go on the shop disney page the guy the model they got for this indiana jones which also i think is funny that he is not wearing the shirt that they are also selling <laughs> they're wearing he's that. wearing a different shirt a right brown See? Shirt. my point exactly he's not even wearing the same shirt um it's not so, as advertised it's not yeah. even no when no. the jacket is closed, I have to tell you, like, I know that it doesn't have, like, the rivet-looking buttons on it, but I get some hardcore Rocketeer vibes from that jacket, mm-hmm. not exactly. Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. It's, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he's got, like, <laughs> BTS kid making, wearing a jacket. I don't know. I just read that BTS is coming to Disney+. Plus. Now I like said BTS. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you heard about I that. I saw that, too. Anyway, there's there's a random topic that we weren't talking about. BTS coming to Disney Plus in some shape or form. I don't know. <laughs> I saw an art on the headline. Yeah, they're going to have some show that uh, I don't remember when it's going to be launching. They're doing like five, five new Yeah, things. like five shows or something like that or five specials or something. Uh I don't I don't remember too much from it, but BTS man's coming to Disney Plus. So. And they're modeling Indiana Jones jackets, apparently. <laughs> or so anyway, Rocketeer jackets. Or Rocketeer jackets. Or Rocketeer, yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah, just put a little metal helmet and a little jetpack next to that guy and there you go. Boom. Yep. There you go. Like, I don't know. That's that was my that's my Indiana Jones rant. Uh we can come up with better merch. Just uh, hey, give us a call and we'll get you set up on the merch <laughs> thing as long as we can like Keep one. I'll do it for free as long as I get one of each of the things. That's oh, all. That would I, be nice. That's, that's yeah. all I ask. I will come up with all of the merchandise you want as long as I get one of each of them. That's a pretty. And sweet you can deal. model them. Yeah, and model them with as Sala. You're good. There you there go. We go. You, 
I mean, do you remember, like, this was a little bit ago when they, what was it, the um, the Club 33 Indiana Jones stuff they had? Mm-hmm. Vaguely. Like, that was cool. There was, like, a cool coin, and there was, like, a tiki mug, and there was, like, stuff. I'm like, that's cool. Sell us stuff like that. Why are we, why is there not, like, just gold coins? Like, I have this gold, I, I have right? this gold coin right here. Here's a gold coin. I tapped it on the microphone. You can't tell. This is from Etsy. I have two of them because uh, two different people bought them for me, and I like having two of them anyway. Very cool. Just metal coin. Mara's face. Eye on the back. Why Why do they not sell this at Disneyland? Is there chocolate 15... inside of that? No, it's like metal. Oh. I would buy that too if there was chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ch- a bag of chocolate coins I mean... with Mara's face on it. Like... <laughs> There's so much great Indiana Jones merchandise on like Etsy and on Instagram and everything. They need to just take these pages out of all these people's books or call us and we'll figure it out. Either way, uh, rant over, I guess. I'll just be ranting in my head. (laughs) (laughs) So what we've determined is that the Holy Grail is not the chalice, but it is indeed good Indiana Jones merch on Mm shopdisney.com. Yes, the the Holy Grail. (laughs) Yes. Then they have chosen wisely, I guess. I don't know. You know what? It's I I don't know. <laughs> it makes me so mad. I don't know. Like such disrespect. Let's to... see if we can help you with this cuz I I feel like now you're all worked up. Uh, I'm going to let's see if we can pivot this into something nicer. How about that? No, let's just okay. How about we just talk about like some really nice, cool people. How about we talk about nice, cool people instead? That's a good place for us to pivot. Let's let's talk okay. about the FGP squad. Yay! Yeah. I like them. They make me not frustrated. <laughs> the <laughs> FGP squad is an awesome group of listeners that help us out with a monthly contribution via Patreon. If you want more information on how you can become part of the FGP squad family, you can head to podcasters.com slash FGP for more information. There you will find a list of some of our top contributors, a link to our Patreon, what the FGP squad is all about. And of course, if you have any additional questions, you can always reach out to us. We'll answer any questions that you have. Uh, But being a part of the FGP squad family does get you some additional perks, including... Uh, access to a special Discord section, access to additional content on Patreon, random giveaways, uh, access to our happy hour calls, which we are scheduling one very soon. So stay tuned on Discord and on, uh, I think this week is actually when we were planning on having one, the week this episode releases. So stay tuned to Discord and Instagram for information on that. Uh, yeah, and more. So, if again, if you have any questions about becoming part of the FGP squad family, head on over to podcasters.com slash FGP. And to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. I mean, I got, like, solid tour stickers. <laughs> and I got, like, sign <laughs> patches and magnets. And all this stuff is from Etsy. It's all so cool. Like, okay. Here's the the Lost Delta archaeological expedition, like lapel pins. I, Etsy and Instagram people are doing like a thousand times better than uh, Disney's doing on the Indiana Jones front. Okay, I'm done. Okay, what's the next <laughs> thing we're talking about to get me off of this? This felt we're like talking about this felt like the last episode when he started listing all the names and it just continued like after <laughs> yeah. <we> the minions <laughs> and Stuart and Bob and that's funny. 
so mentioning Discord, uh, I did post a question earlier today because uh, there was an announcement that Disney was going to releasing it was going to be releasing a new service called Car Locator, presented by State Farm. Uh, this is going to be part of the Disneyland app. And apparently it is a free service that you'll have in order to help you locate your vehicle. Uh, I asked on Discord, do you think you're going to be using this? And if not, what do you do now? Albert said, uh, I don't think I'll be using that. He said he wouldn't be using it. He says, I like taking a picture of the signs and posts to remember where he's parked. Classic. That's I think a lot of people do that. Uh, Heather says she does the same, but she's definitely going to give it a try. She says she's never forgotten where she parked because she always notes where they are, but she has forgotten at Dodger Stadium, which is a much <laughs> more confusing <laughs> parking lot, by the way. Oh, yes, it uh, is. <laughs> Anita also said that she takes a photo of the signpost. Brian responded, says that he has no need for pictures or anything like that because he uses Waze pins to find his location. Oh, that's right. And so I thought about this, and I, I was kind of on the same wavelength as Brian, right? Like, I don't use Waze pins, but Google Maps has something very similar where you could just put a pin where you're parked, and it helps you locate your vehicle. And for things like Dodger Stadium, it's especially helpful because it's out in the open. It's a lot easier to lose your vehicle. In a parking structure... You can have the pin, but then you have multiple floors, right? So it's a little exactly. more difficult yeah. using a pin. So the photo, I think, is one of the best ways to just remember. The other thing I've done in the past is we've just texted it to each other, especially when we have the kids, you know, in case we lost our phone or whatever. We just text like mini 5F or whatever, right? And then mm -hmm. we just kind of know it's in a text message. I mean, what are some of the ways that you've kept you know, track of where you're, you're parked. And do you see yourself using this part of the app as well? No, I don't see myself using this app at all because I just do the same thing as everybody else has said, picture and notes. And sometimes, because sometimes we'll be parked like in Jesse and it's an unfamiliar parking area. So what I'll do is I'll write down, okay, last row all the way down to the right. Just so I remember, okay, keep going, last row to the right, yaddy yaddy. Um, I don't, yeah, no, they could have used, they could have brought this a long time ago. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Photos, you're fine. Yeah, exactly. I wonder how it works, like, in the parking garage. Is it, like, I'm assuming somehow it can, like, do you have to be connected to the Wi-Fi in the park for it to know, like, what floor you're on? Does it? Do you have to input something yourself? How does this work? It'd be interesting to see. Um, I typically end up at the Toy Story lot just because I'm a fan of that lot. And, you know, if we're flying in, we usually try to stay at a hotel hotel near the uh, Toy Story lot so we can just, you know, walk to the bus and call it a day. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I'd be interested in looking at it. And seeing how it works, I'm curious as to how it works and how how accurate it is to, you know, do I have to put in my parking spot when I park? And then it just is basically like a note that says, hey, I parked here. Um, or what does it do? Uh, but, yeah, I, I, it's interesting. Like Melissa said, yeah, it would have been nice to have a while ago. <laughs> um, but you know what? Thanks, uh, State Farm, I guess. 
Yeah. <laughs> True. I mean, what you're describing, I think, would add... I mean, I, I agree with Heather, right? Like, I feel like I'm going to use this at some point at least once just to get the experience. But right. I, I feel like this is, like, really an unnecessary addition when we could be concentrating more on bringing back FastPass or something. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like this is, yep. this. I hate to say it, but it's kind of like a big nothing burger feature because the Disneyland yep. app is already super bloated to begin with. It's super slow. It crashes all the time when you try to like, well, not all the time. That's unfair to say, but it crashes a lot when you're trying to do things like buy Genie Plus or do any of the features that are already in the app. Like, can't we fix that stuff before we begin to add more features that don't really i hate to say it like they don't add a lot of value you know like no. just because you throw yeah. the word free in front of it doesn't mean that it's going to add the value that people think it's going to add right like this one to open the app and let's say that it does work the way that you're saying right andrew let's say that you open the app and it and it detects what structure you're in it's gonna know oh pixar pals all right cool it knows i'm in pixar pals and then it's going to ask you what floor are you on and then you just you know tap the floor that you're on what section are you on or you know what space are you in or whatever and then it just taps you like and then you know it just you just know and then there's like a little yeah. widget or something that tells you where you're parked i mean that is way too many steps when you can just flick your phone open and take a quick picture exactly. of the parking spot Exactly. You know? And I hate to say it, like not knowing how it's going to work, it would be horrible if all it is is you launch the app and it says take a picture of the spot that you're in. <gasps> that would be funny. I don't that know how it functions, but wow. if that was the case, like, oh, man, that would just I mean, it would burn. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. I think if this was launched years ago, I think it like would have been with the app with the app. Yeah, I think it would have been better received. I think yeah. that this is one of those let's toss them a bone features, you know, considering everything else that's going on. And that's cool if there wasn't another way to do it that seemed more practical. Uh, but this, I I don't know, aside from using it, you know, just to use it and get the experience with it. I'm going to continue just taking a photo or sending a text message, you know, to my wife yeah. where we're parked because that's a lot more functional, right? Like as, if you send yourself a picture or a text or something, what about in those instances where you're in a section where, I don't know, let's say that you don't have Wi-Fi available or you don't have service and your battery is so low that it goes into what it, that mode where it's like trying to save you know, mm -hmm. uh, you yeah. know, your battery, then it you go into airplane mode and then you can't connect to the app anyway. So having a photo or texting is the better option at that point because then you can at least access your, your location. I don't know. I, I don't want to sit here and just kind of like, you know, spew a bunch of garbage over all of this because I, the idea in general is good, but I think it's just like years too late and it just seems like a consolation prize for other things that should be fixed in the app at this point. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, I, I don't want to go on a rant again, but I brought it up. I like it reminded me of something. Uh, somebody had tweeted about, you know, this thing and they're like, oh, this remind remember when and then they shared this video from Walt Disney World. And it was 
a, a guy singing about all the free stuff that was included with your stay at the Walt Disney World Resort. And it was like, all right, here's our free shuttle bus from the airport. And, oh, you get fast passes. And if you stay at the resort, you get them 60 days ahead of time. And, oh, this and that. And this was free. And that's free. And all this stuff. And that was from 2015. And it it feels like, you know, a millennia ago that we had... Uh, just a fast pass, and you could just go to the parks, whatever you wanted. And hey, stuff's included. Hey, you got you have a, a premium annual pass. Oh, you get photo pass for free. We just we just decided to include that because we're nice. We're nice, cool people, and we just want to give you free things because we want to make your experience here good. Um, and now it's like you want anything, you better you know pony up that money, buddy boy. Uh, because it's just, it feels like we're getting like ringed out to dry. And that's basically what, you know, Bob Chapek has said. And, um, you know, we want to get more money out of less people basically. And they, that's kind of the mentality of the company right now. And I will go on this rant forever. And I, it's a ranty episode, I guess, but it just makes me, makes me long for, for 2015, I guess. No, that's a good point because that's exactly what I was thinking is like, yeah, sure, it could be free right now, but seeing how we see things just be like, oh, we got to pay for this or we got to pay for this or this has to be extra. We're going to pay for that. Unfortunately, I see it going that way. Parking thing stinks. included with Genie Plus, <laughs> like purchase right? or whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Photos. Just just take photos and take notes. Just yeah. save your money. Don't even bother with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a difficult thing to process, right? When, especially for annual pass holders that live so close to Disneyland. I guess Walt Disney World pass holders would feel the same, right? Because wh- when you're used to getting something for so long, the, the pandemic was used essentially to rip the Band-Aid off and say okay we're taking away everything we've been wanting to take away but didn't know how to take away in one swoop Mm -hmm. right yeah if if they're trying to take it away you know it would have been like it would have taken them like seven years or something right like like slowly make those premium or whatever yeah and and look i i've gone on record to say that i understand i i get it right disney is a business They are in the business of making money. They have a board that they have to respond to. They have stockholders that they have to respond to. So I get it. I understand why they do stuff like this. But I I think them trying to correct course so quickly, I think, is why people are having such a hard time processing it. Like if they took a couple things away or maybe if they cut the time in half, right? If they took like half of those things away one year, half those things away the next year, uh, but then gave us solutions that were just as good, even if you did have to pay a little bit for it. Like if if I had to add for so for instance, like if I went into the park and I didn't have photo pass, let's say that Disney Genie came up and it was all like 10 bucks per attraction. Mm-hmm. I would gladly pay, you know, $10 for two or three attractions if I knew that I didn't have to stand in line, especially on a really hot day, whatever the case is, right? Right. And then on top of that, if the app saw that you made that purchase and it says like, oh, hey, by the way, normally photo passes $15, but 
you know, because you bought these attractions, you have this one-time offer to get it for the day for 10 bucks or for five bucks or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. If they began to stack on deals, I think they could potentially make more money because people would be appreciative that they're getting some kind of deal because everything doesn't feel like a deal right now. Everything just feels like they're trying to take as much money. Yeah. 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 Especially for some of the services. So I think it's, how I think a lot of it is how they bundle it. I think a lot of it is how they present it. And are they going to change? Probably not. Right. Again, they're a business. They want to make money. So I, a, a lot of it is going to be, I think us getting used to this and finding ways around it. Like this app. Yeah, it's free, but you know, how much other data are they collecting in the app on you, you know, when you use something mm-hmm. like this? So, you know, there's a lot of app manufacturers that turn around and sell your data and then make money on you again using that data. I'm not saying that Disneyland is, is doing that. I don't know if they do, but they, they could. And if they don't sell it, they could potentially use it to create some kind of profile on you to figure out what to sell you or to link it to your shop Disney right. app and to start, you know, targeting things like that, which is what they do now. And then they'd be like, do you want to buy this $300 Indiana Jones jacket? I say, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I, I don't want it to sound like a bummer. Right. But it, it can right. feel like that. It, it, it definitely feels like that uh, in many cases because yeah, a lot of things feel overpriced when you're not getting you know, the value for them, this free addition to the app. Okay. It's free, but it doesn't add the value that I feel they think it's adding. Right. And so that's why I think Mm -hmm. it just feels kind of like a burn as well. So I, I, unlike Andrew, I don't want to turn this part into a rant, but I I guess it may have sounded like that. Ah! I feel (laughs) good. (laughs) No, that's a, that's a, angry sound but okay i mean it went with it that was a good twist (laughs) what a twist (laughs) all right does chocolate make you happy because we can talk about chocolate i like chocolate pretty good makes everyone happy chocolate's pretty good (laughs) so uh speaking of spending more money at disney uh i (laughs) let's do it i i so i had an opportunity to watch thor love and thunder this weekend i don't want to talk too much about it because andrew i know you haven't watched it yet Mel, I have not. I know you've seen it already, and I'm thinking that I want to do. Uh, let's spoil the hell out of this movie for Patreon again, like we did with Multiverse of Madness. So it. once Andrew watches it, we will do that as well, and we'll do some commentary on the film. Done. Um, but it made me. It made me remember that at the Ganachery at Disney Springs, they have a little tiny Mjolnir chocolate, and look. I'm I've never been a huge Thor fan, okay? But for some reason, the more that I think about it, I started thinking like maybe I should get this Mjolnir because I saw the popcorn bucket that they were going to have at AMC. And I thought that actually looks kind of cool to have it up on display. You know, I'm kind of setting up a few things now, you know, in this new area that I'm sitting. And I thought, okay, maybe I will get this popcorn bucket. And then I saw that Target has the Legends Mjolnir for like a hundred bucks. And then I thought, well, I, maybe I'm better off because then it doesn't have the rubble on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, man, 
maybe I should just get a giant chocolate version of this one. <laughs> because, I mean, how cool would it be? Because you could just carry around Mjolnir and just bite on it. And then you just have chocolate and a really great treat to go along with it. And then it made me sad because I figured I would eat the whole thing. So back to buying the replica Mjolnir. <laughs> then I thought, what if I just got Stormbreaker? Because, I mean, Stormbreaker is pretty awesome. And then yeah. it led me back to, damn, I need a 3D printer. <laughs> <laughs> they need a, like a chocolate 3D printer. Like not oh one that's made gosh. of chocolate, but one that prints <laughs> chocolate. I think they have something <laughs> like that. Then Wait, we can really? make those chocolate Mara coins we're talking about. It's all, <laughs> it comes full circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just looking it up right now. Um, yes, there is a food 3D printer. I'm not sure how legit this list is, but a quick Google search shows the best chocolate 3D printers of 2022. You know what? That's a, you know, somebody made a list, so that means there's more than one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> look at this. Eating 3D printed chocolate. Yeah. Okay, this is a thing. We could buy a 3D printer that extrudes chocolate, and we can make Mara chocolate coins, Andrew. All right. Perfect. I'll take a dozen. <laughs> okay, the machine is $2,500. <laughs> okay. Oh, I see that they're making a giant face with one. We could actually make a giant Mara out of chocolate. I'll you know pay what? You. <laughs> it would melt in my house. It's, uh, I know. It would just be a but puddle of chocolate. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's a, a cool Mjolnir at Disney Springs. I kind of want one. Um, it's just mm-hmm. chocolate, but I still want one. Thor Love and Thunder, if you haven't had a chance to watch it, uh, it's it's funny. I have many thoughts on the film which we will discuss at, at a future time. I don't want to say too much because Andrew hasn't watched it yet. I know members of the FGP squad haven't watched it either, but it's good. Is it good? Uh, it was okay. Okay. <laughs> no, it was good. I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to enjoy it. That's that's a good way to say it. It's made $315 million worldwide in four days. Boom. So that's uh, something. Yeah. Boom. Yep. Uh, okay. Say, so, hey, speaking of movies, didn't the Emmy nominations come out today? I believe that's so. My wife texted me the list of uh, Disney Plus Emmy nominations, which is kind of cool. What got nominated? Um, so we've got Moon Knight. Or sorry, I did that wrong. Sorry, Moon Knight. Um, at, got eight not Emmy nominations. Uh, Loki six Emmys. Uh, Hawkeye two, and What If three. Oh, um, nice. so it looks like uh, Moon Knight. Um, I can't say it very fast and deep at the same time. I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Moon Knight was nominated for where to go? Uh, best sound editing for a limited or anthology anthology series, movie or special. Uh, best fantasy sci-fi costumes, best music composition for a limited anthology series. Best character voiceover performance for F. Murray Abraham. Uh, as Conchu, best sound editing for Eleven Series, maybe special. Uh, best sound mixing for best stunt coordination for a drama series. Ben, best stunt performances. All the I'm I'm not gonna read. F- uh, <laughs> all those mumbles were uh, for limited series, anthology series, or movie, or something like that. They that's like a very convoluted category. <laughs> um, so those are the six that. Uh, Moon Knight, Moon Knight, uh, got nominated for Loki, uh, production design for a narrative 
<laughs> Every category is so crazy. Best production design for a narrative period or fantasy program. Best cinematography for a single camera series. Best fantasy sci-fi costumes. Best musical composition for a series. Uh, best original main title theme music. And best sound editing. Um, Hawkeye, two nominations for stort- stunt coordination for a comedy and best stunt performance and what if was nominated for best animated program as well as uh two voice performances for jeffrey wright and chadwick boseman oh Um, that's cool so those are all the nominations i know i just listed a bunch of things and i mumbled a bunch but uh yeah so it looks like they've racked up a 20 what is that uh 22, you, 23. Uh, I usually 20. default when I can't count. I just say nearly two dozen. So okay. eight plus two is uh, 10 plus six is 16 plus three is 19. So they have 19. Yay, I did it. You did I it. did it. I would not have been able to do that. So kudos to you. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. think I did it very well either. I could have done it. You know, it's late. And I'm not no good at math. Nearly a dozen or two dozen. (laughs) See, I already flubbed it. (laughs) Nearly two dozen. I usually say between like between one and a million or (laughs) one and obviously closer to one. (laughs) Yeah. Somewhere between one and a thousand. Uh, Since you're in the biz, do you think they're going to win any of these? Um. I mean, I I did not see who they're up against uh, for any of this stuff. This article I'm reading does not have it, but I can see them picking up probably a few. I mean, just with the just how many they're nominated for. You know, I have a feeling Chadwick Boseman might you know have a chance. You know, with the um, you know, with What If um, Best Animated Series also for What If I think could go. Um, like some of these, it's hard to tell. It's like best stunt performance, coordin- best stunt coordination. Like how many people are nominated for best stunt coordination? I would say Hawkeye probably did a good job. I bet you if I had to, you know, hazard a guess out of the 19, out of the more than a dozen um, nominations, I'd say they pick up mm, eight to 10. That's fair. That's that's just my yeah. guess. Yeah. I just I think, you know. Yeah. I mean, that sounds pretty accurate. I Again, I wasn't even aware that they had that many nominations. Uh, Moon Knight, Same I feel, here. yeah, Moon Knight, I feel, is gonna pick up a big chunk of those because the cinematography and everything. I mean, it the Disney Plus shows, they're actually really good. You know, they're yeah. they're these tiny, cut up, very long movies into episodes. They are Pretty movies. Much. Yes, they're movies. And the production value is uh, obviously there. The storytelling has been really great, although if does it all apply to the MCU as we know it right now? Probably not. I think Moon Knight is one of the best examples of that, where it was a great story. Uh, they were able to, you know, get you to point from point A to point Z in the series, but it didn't feel like it had any ramifications for Phase Four in the MCU, uh, with the exception. Ooh, I can't talk about that. Okay, never mind. Nope. The point is, <laughs> the point is, 
that the writing's great. They do look like tiny feature films that have been split up into multiple episodes. And I think that's why I enjoy them so much because it just feels like a Marvel film. Whenever I'm watching them, it feels like a new Marvel film every week, right? And to me, that's like a warm right. hug. So I, I love hearing the the Marvel intro. You know, that fanfare just makes me feel all warm and squishy inside. So anytime <laughs> I get to hear it and something new Marvel is coming around, I, you know, I'm in it hook, line, and sinker. I don't care who says it's good or who says it's bad. I'm in it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm looking at the uh, full list of all of the, the stuff here. And there's other, this must have just been the Marvel list or something because there's there's some other Disney stuff on here, you know, plus Fox stuff. Like for Outstanding Animated Program, which What If is in contention for, um, also included in that list is Arcane, which is on Netflix, Bob's Burgers, which is uh, Fox, oh. which is owned by Disney, Rick and Morty, The oh. Simpsons, which is another Disney, and What If. So three, <laughs> three of the five are owned by Disney, so they got a good chance there. Um, and then there's like an outstanding short form animated program, and on there is like Star Wars Visions, which is on Disney Plus. Um, and when Billy met Lisa on Disney Plus, um, so there's there there was more than just the those that I listed. If I went through this, I'm sure I could find some more. Um, uh, but yeah, it looks like there's there's a uh, well ugh, Loki's up against Stranger Things. Uh, Sorry, Loki <laughs> Emmys, <laughs> and yeah. Sorry, Loki. <laughs> for oh, this is for production design. Uh, Gilded Age, the Great. Uh, Loki, Marvelous Miss Maisel, and Stranger Things. So, yeah, there's there's some uh, lot. Oh, there's that. Whoo! This list is really long. I'm not gonna get into this because it's already almost time to go to bed. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess regardless of what category they're in, somehow Disney's going to end up with some kind of award because of how much they own. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you know. So yeah, Marvel wise. I'm going to be rooting for them. Uh, Loki, I think, doesn't stand a good chance uh, if it's up against Stranger Things in that category. Stranger Things has just knocked it out of the park this season. I am looking forward to the next one. Uh, You know, for a period piece, they just, they get everything. They get so many things right in Stranger Things that it's so nostalgic. It makes you feel... Like, like you're a part of it. I don't know. I There's just so many great things I can say about Stranger Things. So I have a feeling that Stranger Things has taken that award. I don't know what else they're up for, but that one in particular, I feel like they're taking that one. Well, they're not up for Outstanding Commercial. Um, that's apparently something you can get an Emmy for. Well, they do have a Stranger Things Domino's commercial right now. Let's see. Uh, the commercials are uh, a commercial called Detective for the uh, iPhone 13. Uh, everyone but John Hamm for Apple TV Plus, uh, The Lost Class, uh, Change the Ref, Hungry Man Productions. I'm guessing that's a Hungry Man <laughs> thing. I don't know. Skate Nation Ghana. Um, that's a Facebook commercial. Uh, Teenage Dream. Uh, I don't know what that is. And Walter the Cat, a Chevy Silverado commercial. So there's apparently you can just get an Emmy for like anything maybe i'm uh, um, nominated for an emmy i have to check Ooh. this list podcasters not we're the only ones up for the <laughs> award of podcasts where they're ranting about 
Indiana Jones's jacket that looks like it really belongs to the Rocketeer, but it doesn't because it's missing the button rivet looking things. Exactly. You know what? It's that's uh yeah. Look, outstanding technical direction, camera work, video control for a special. That's a very niche thing. And it's oh geez. I'm not gonna get into this. This has like a so it's there's five nominated, but it's five like groups of people and every one of them is listed. <laughs> it's like forty people. Wow. For the fifty seventh Academy of Country Music Awards. Oh wow. <laughs> every camera operator. It's this list, if you had a variety and look up the Emmy Awards, there's a like five thousand mile long uh um thing. Oh, there's Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Outstanding editing for a limited anthology. Sound editing, American Horror Story, Gaslit, Midnight Mass, Moon Knight, Station Eleven. I, I've only heard of one of those, and it's Moon Knight. Oh no, unless I've heard of American Horror Story. Anyway, I'm just getting in the weeds on this. Let's go to something else if we're done talking <laughs> about this, because I'm just gonna. I keep reading this, and I'll find something interesting here, and I'll just talk about it forever. Well, <laughs> let's pivot to this, and this is what we what we'll end the episode on. How about that? Pivot. We. Okay. Uh, you got me. You got me thinking about uh, Chibi Verse earlier because there's a yeah. So you got me okay. thinking about it because uh, this week uh, they dropped the teaser for the theme song of it was kind of our first look into Chibi Verse, and mm-hmm. I I have to tell you I thought we talked about this because when I got your text message, it. Like you were so surprised, like you saw Molly's Haunted Mansion, and I I love that episode, right? It's I've been watching these chibi things for three or four years now. I want to say, uh-huh. um, and it all it all started back when they did the big chibi six animated series. They had a series of like uh-huh. twelve shorts. They started like at the end of twenty twenty eighteen. I want to say. And they ran for like a good six, seven months. Um, and then from there, they pivoted to Chibi Tiny Tales. And so they uh-huh. released those on Disney Channel. Then they started posting those on YouTube. And the very first Chibi Tiny Tales that they did was for Amphibia. They did like eight episodes oh. of Amphibia. They went to Phineas and Ferb and did a few episodes for Phineas and Ferb. They did Halloween Town. Um, DuckTales, Big City Greens got some episodes. Uh, The Rapunzel's Tangled Adventures show also got some chibi Mm -hmm. episodes. Uh, Moana was the, I think, the only animated film that got the chibi tales. Um, Did they consider the coconut? Yes. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) No, they didn't. Uh, Zombies, High School Musical, I don't remember. There was like two or three other ones that they ended up doing, but everyone. Oh, Descendants, I think, got some. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember the others, uh, but every one of them, they did like at least three episodes of each one. And Phibia got the longest run on the Chibi Tiny Tales, and they were all like super funny. They were all just like fun little shorts and episodes that you could watch. And so now, they're taking all of the Chibi stuff that they did. And they're creating this Chibi-verse 
It's a new show. It's going to be on Disney Channel, I think, to start off. Uh, I think it premieres at the end of July. So in, in a couple of weeks, you should start seeing it on Disney Channel if you have that. Uh, but the song is fun. It mm-hmm. it was. How did you describe it earlier? It sounds like the Animaniacs, like the pre, like the the what is it the like the state capitals or the president's song or whatever that. Exactly. Exactly. And it sounds like one of the Animaniacs is singing it. Like that's the chibi first theme song. I mean, I feel like that was by design, right? I'm sure it's intentional. Like it's kind of like. It's kind of in that vein of like wacky, zany, you know, fun time, you know, smash people on the head with a hammer kind of stuff. And it definitely is that. A lot of the chibi cartoons yeah. are just like you said, they're zany. And they're I mean, honestly, I've enjoyed them. You know, they're short, they're funny. Uh there's probably two or three of them that I just thought like, eh, okay, I can do without those, but for the most part, they're all good. I'm actually looking forward to seeing what they do with Chibiverse. It feels like this weird mashup of Disney Infinity because the Disney Infinity characters had cutesy looks to them. They were a lot blockier. Uh-huh. They were a lot, you know, more like defined. Chibi is like super cutesy, right? Like little mm-hmm. short and round and big eyes and everything. So they weren't quite Disney Infinity. I resemble that but, remark. Well, I mean, it describes me mm. to a T. So, <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it again. I enjoyed the other episodes, but they did talk about how uh, a lot of the characters that they've had before, like Phineas and Ferb and Molly McGee, they're bringing in Penny proud and cricket green. So, a lot of the characters that have been on Disney Dipper Channel, Dipper Pines, yeah, there, there's, it's gonna be great. Grunkle Stan, I love it. There's like one scene in the in the theme song where Phineas and Ferb are taking photos with Waddles from Gravity uh-huh. Falls. I just thought that was kind of cool. And if you've never seen the cheap, and they all just don't like talk right no no they just they, they just say like, make squeaks and whatever yeah like, it's more like music and and stuff right? yeah so they you could do one of two things if if you have time to sit and watch all of them or if you have just you know a few hours to waste the majority if not all of them are on the disney channel youtube so mm-hmm. i think they have a couple of playlists set up where you can watch all of the chibi tiny tales you can watch the big chibi six um but if disney plus is where you like to do a lot of your watching i believe that on a weekly basis starting this week starting the day that this episode launches i think they're going to be posting an episode of chibi tiny tales like every week uh stay tuned for that if you haven't watched it take a look they're pretty fun they're really short they range anywhere from like four to six minutes four to seven minutes maybe uh, but they're fun, you know, for what they are. If you've seen any of the As Told by Emoji, they're very, like, similar to the type of humor. Like, they're like Andrew said, there's not a lot of talking in them. Or kind of like the, what is it, like the Sum Sum? Oh, like, the Sum Sum ones are another great example. Ones, yeah, like, that's yeah. another great example. Um, but they're fun. I like them. If you, if you just so, want yeah. a quick short, that's a, that's a good thing to watch. 
So I took, I stopped, I paused this theme song because they show like the chibi verse, and it looks like a planet kind of, and it looks like there's a lot of parks references in this chibi planet. Mm-hmm. There's like a monorail going right through, going behind the haunted mansion, and then there's a big Thunder Mountain, and then there's like the subs and a pirate ship, and there's all kinds of you know, all kinds of stuff. Uh, my Matterhorn looking thing. So, you know, plus like there's like like Doofenshmirtz building or whatever. Oh, there's Space Mountain. Um, uh, big old pumpkin. Like I, I'm good at listing things. Yeah. Castle <laughs> right there. TV. That's what bus. I'm saying. That Chibiverse is going to be. I, I think there's a lot of inspiration that was not only pulled by the Tiny Tales, but it's also. I, I think heavily going to be inspired by having all of the characters available in something like Disney Infinity because they all just kind of ran amok, you know. In you, those. Know, you know what it reminds me of is uh, sad to say, but Space Jam: A New Legacy, oh. where they're like, "Hey, we're Warner Brothers, and here's all our stuff, and we're gonna be, you know, here's uh, Algae Rhythm. Maybe Algae Rhythm will show up in the Chibi verse. <laughs> I don't know." <laughs> But uh, that's what it kind of reminds you of. Like, I think they're doing it in a more successful and appropriate way where like where <laughs> um, uh, Space Jam kind of, you know, jumped the shark a little bit. But um, yeah, I, I, it just reminds me of that. It's like, OK, here's all our properties all in one where, you know, Huey, Dewey and Louie can meet Captain America or whatever. And, uh, you know, the Hatbox ghost. <laughs> Yeah, I honestly, I think there's a really good way to do stuff like this. Like the oh, Tiny yeah. Tales all concentrated on their own properties, right? So they didn't cross over. This is the first time that they're that they're fully doing crossovers with all of the characters. You know, to be honest, I always wanted to see a Disney Infinity cartoon or short because, like I said, the characters, the way that they were sculpted had a lot of character to them. You know, they were very distinct in how they were made. And when you played the game, they it didn't feel like they didn't belong, right? Like you could play in certain worlds and you could have certain elements of a park or a certain area. And if you had characters that didn't belong, that shouldn't be crossed over, it didn't feel foreign in Infinity, right? They just It just all worked well together. And... I'm hoping that they took that aspect of the game and they're incorporating that into Chibiverse, except that they're adding like some, you know, comedic value and they're adding some stories and stuff to it. So this this for I think I'm excited about this because it has the potential of being the Disney Infinity cartoon or shorts that I always wanted but never got. Yeah, ah, could be. Yeah. If somebody can, I'm going through this this uh, theme song, and if anybody knows, I don't know who I you know I haven't watched a ton of Disney Channel shows and whatever, but there's like one that looks like that Pokemon that has like the skull on his head, you know that Pokemon, I don't know. There's like a Pokemon guy, Marwak. Sure, I don't know. Anyway, just wh- yes. What's that from? <laughs> and then there's also like a guy who's just got like holding his head, and he's got green hair, like is like a disembodied head running around so if anybody knows what that is why don't you go up and discord and uh let me know because you know i want to know who these people are i don't remember a show where it's like disembodied head dan or whatever and 
He has green hair. Maybe it's uh, Randall Pace. It's a good old Hatbox yeah, I, ghost. I, I, no, because the Hatbox ghost is the Hatbox ghost. We saw that in the chibi whatever. The, in Molly's Haunted Mansion? Yeah, so the, we know what the Hatbox ghost looks like. Maybe it's a live Hatbox ghost. I don't know. But yeah, if anybody out there knows that, you know, what who that uh, guy holding his he- own head is, uh that would be good to know. Right. It's probably just some Disney Channel show that had like 11 seasons just quietly and nobody knew about it. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and I'm going to watch it again. If if you haven't had an opportunity to watch it, I'll put it in the blog post for the episode podcasters.com/41. But I'll also post it on Discord so you have an opportunity to watch it there as well. Because I know who Launchpad McQuack is right there. Boom. There's Launchpad McQuack. And there's the ghost from Molly and the Ghost. I only know that because the Haunted Mansion one. There's Doofenshmirtz. I know that. And there's a pig. I know what a pig is. That's Waddles. There's Perry, there's Perry the Platypus. I oh, know Gizmo Perry the Platypus. Oh, in there too. There's also, uh, for like half a second, you see Rufus from Kim Possible. Oh, Nice. So anyway, there's all kinds of cool stuff in this chibi thing. I'm kind of excited for it. Hopefully, it's good. Frame by frame, all the characters represented. I do. This is my favorite thing to do. Just go frame by frame. Boom. Um, <laughs> all right. I think that's where we're gonna end the episode. We're gonna let Andrew go in and list out everyone that he sees in the trailer for Chibi Verse. The the code to get into the secret Chibi Lab is nineteen twenty three. Now we know. Now we know. Easter egg. I like how it's like, okay, here's the Disney. Like, this is where, where, uh, (laughs) like, there's a secret underground. Oh, this is cool. I didn't see this part before. Okay, so uh, before we end the episode. uh, So there's, like, it starts out with, like, the castle. And then it goes underground. And then there's, like, an Autopia car. And there's, like, a, a Skyway bucket. And then, like, something that kind of looks like Mara's head, but it's not gold. Um, but it's the frozen and then, like, head. No, it's like a stone head oh. um, <laughs> and a skeleton. And, and then, like, oh, by the way, here's, like, a Disney secret lab that's underground with just, like, a big D on the front, which I think is kind it of funny. Exists. We knew it. There's a secret town underneath Disneyland. Everybody tries to dun, tell dun, me. Dun. No, there's not. I guess there is now. It's <laughs> the Chibi It's the Chibi-verse town thing. It's the Chibi-verse town <laughs> Oh, they got. I'm just gonna keep. I frame by framing. They there's like a pile of just like Disney stuff, and there is a Disney store key. You know those keys that you could get that oh, are like yeah, themed. Yeah, yeah. There's like one of those just in a pile of stuff, which I think is funny. That's cool. But remember when you said you're gonna end the episode, and then I kept talking. Yeah. I didn't see the yeah. key, but now I'm excited. I feel like uh, again maybe taking some inspiration from the new Mickey Mouse shorts that are just replete with Easter eggs for the parks and and, and everything else. So There's a whip, Melissa. That has to be Indiana Jones whip. That has know, to be. It? We'll take yep. it. Yep. <laughs> or a $400 jacket. Yep, $400 yeah. jacket. That's it. We're ending it. <laughs> We're, <laughs> done. it. We're done. Uh, all right. If you have any comments on anything that we talk about, remember to join us over on Discord. If you're not yet signed up, super easy to join us. Head over to our Instagram stories. Find the pinned Discord story. Do a couple of tappy tap things, and you'll be on Discord with us in no time. Yay. And that's it. Until next time. Oh, and and Quizneyland comes out this week. Oh, too. we got a new Quizneyland episode this week. Quizneyland, there's stuff Woo! and there's questions and stuff. But yeah, that's it. Quizneyland, listen to it. And you you look so serious when you were recording the episode this last weekend. 
That's my like my like raised eyebrow. Like, hey, there's some questions going on here. Let's record it. I don't know. That's how you know he's serious. <laughs> the eyebrow goes yes. up. Boom. Yeah. All business. It's like it's like the Rock. Boom. I, I, I'm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm doing it. Nobody can Nobody see, can like, see it. Like, I, I keep Nobody seeing you, and I'm mesmerized by the fact that you keep doing it, but no one else can see it. So, That's on okay. that Let's note, get out of here. it's time to wrap it up. So, until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. Part of the Podcateers Network.